Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. It's the WGN Radio Football Podcast. Burrow throws, intercepted! It is picked off and on the road is Roquan Smith! Down the sideline! Smith gets a block! Definitely big. Last week obviously wasn't to our standard. We came out, made a lot of plays this week. That's always good and that's encouraging. Just got to build off it. From the downtown studios of WGN Radio, it's the WGN Radio Football Podcast. Here we go. Three, two, one. Let's begin now. With your host, Kevin Powell. So how does everyone feel after that one? A Bears victory over the Bengals, 20-17 to at Soldier Field. Things got a little tight there at the end. A couple touchdowns late by the Bengals. Justin Fields throwing an interception, but we did see a good amount of Justin Fields. And the way it sounds, it uh, feels like Justin Fields will be the starter week three at Cleveland. I'm Kevin Powell. This is the WGN Radio Football Podcast. It's a Bears victory, so... That's the good news. There, there was plenty of good out of this one from the Bears, you know, especially after that week one loss at L.A. where not a whole lot went great. There were some promising moments from the offense, but look, they came out, scored on the opening drive. I thought Andy Dalton looked really good, 9 of 11, 56 yards, and a touchdown. I thought he played well before that injury, and he was making plays scrambling. I thought his pocket presence, uh, his awareness against the Bengals was, was all there. I thought Dalton looked very good. Justin Fields looked like a rookie quarterback who hasn't seen much playing time. Justin Fields also looks like the guy that uh, is the reason everybody's hyped around him, right? Like, he showed off his skill set. He basically put the game away late with uh, picking up the th- the third down to extend the drive and kill the clock against the Bengals. But he did throw a costly interception. He was sacked twice. Uh, he did make a couple really good throws, one to Darnell Mooney that bounced off Mooney's fingertips, and then one that Allen Robinson should have had in the end zone. Fields had 10 carries for 31 yards. Three of those were just putting a knee on it. So overall, I thought he made uh, some really great plays with his legs, did enough for the Bears to get their first win of the season 2017 over the Bengals. How did Fields think he played? Am I pleased with how I played? Uh, I don't think I'm pleased with, 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 with how I played at all. Um, you know, I think there's a lot more in me that I have to show. And, um, you know, I, I know that's going to come with time. I, I know it's not going to happen uh, overnight, so I'm just going to keep grinding. And, um, you know, no matter what happens, uh, I know I'm, I'm meant for this. And um, I'm, I'm meant to be here. Uh, I, I think, you know, kind of my path here has been crazy. Um, when I was younger, I never thought I, I'd be in this position. So um, I'm here for a reason, and um, I, I definitely think I, that I can play better. And um, I, I just think that this is the beginning. So um, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the future. And then, Excited to get back to practice on Monday, Tuesday. As for moving forward, it does sound like this injury for Andy Dalton is going to keep him out for some time. Is it an ACL? We don't know. We'll be patient with that. The Bears will tell us when they have more information later on in the week. But it does, you do get the sense that it'll be Justin Fields starting at Cleveland. Here's what Matt Nagy had to say after the game about how comfortable he feels with going with Justin Fields if Andy Dalton isn't able to go in week three. Again, like I said with Justin, is he's probably further along than we thought at this point right now. So um, if that's the case, then we feel good about it. And Justin has, uh, he's worked really, really hard to get to this point. Even today, like in that moment as a rookie coming on in in that situation, super calm, super cool. Um, and and uh, 
even after the interception, when that when that dropper he dropped in in, in the zero look made to play. He was very cool coming out there and knowing to try to make a play, but he's done that his whole career. Like that doesn't fluster him. So that's a strength that he has. So we'll see where everything goes and where, where it's at. But for sure, if Justin, um, he's done what we've asked him to do and we feel good with him. Defensively, I thought the Bears played well. They did allow that 42-yard touchdown pass to uh, Jamar Chase Burrow to chase a late in that game to make things really interesting at Soldier Field. Um, but overall, I thought they did a good job of getting in Burrow's face. Akeem Hicks was all around the field. He had a couple quarterback hits. Um, I thought Robert Quinn had a really good game. He had two tackles for loss. He had a sack, um, a couple big plays, a quarterback hit. He did have a really bad penalty uh, on a third and long for the Bengals that extended their drive. But Robert Quinn being noticeable was encouraging because he hasn't really had any moments since he signed with the Bears uh, that were all that encouraging. But I thought Quinn, I thought Mack had a pretty good game. He had a sack as well. Uh, Roquan Smith, how great was he? You know, Tashawn Gibson talked after the game, and he said Ro, he thinks Roquan Smith's the best linebacker in the game. And uh, he, he had an outstanding game. He had a sack. He had the touchdown, of course. Um, this defense, three tur- consecutive turnovers, Burrow, three consecutive interceptions. Um, overall, I thought it was a, a good day for the Bears' defense, four sacks on the day. All right, I want to get to my conversation with Mark Carmen of WGN Radio and Fansided. He joined me after the Week 1 loss. This time we got to talk about a Bears victory. Harm, let me ask. Let's start with this question: Who was the better quarterback today, Justin Fields or Andy Dalton? I think you got to give it to Dalton, right? First drive of the game, the Bears' offense looked the best it's looked all season long. I don't know what happened after that. It's like they figured something out, and then they forgot that they figured it out. And it's pretty clear that for right now, you've got Justin Fields trying to run an offense that was created by Andy Dalton. That's for Andy Dalton. So uh, I don't know what. Look, I don't think. I don't think Dalton's going to be healthy next week, and it's going to be Fields. But in theory, if they were both healthy, I still think at this point the Bears would go back to Dalton and uh, continue to use Fields at different points throughout the game. But my guess is that he's not going to be healthy, so we're going to see Fields. Yeah, I think Fields will start next week. I I think Dalton's going to miss some time here, which will give Justin Fields some reps. Dalton, 9 of 11, 56 yards, a touchdown. Very impressive opening drive. They get the three third-down pickups, one of them a touchdown, one of them was a pass interference, but still, he kept that drive alive. Um, What did you think of Justin Fields? So... The interception was ugly, right? Mm-hmm. And I clearly did not see the linebacker. He had a great throw to Allen Robinson, so his numbers would look a whole lot different if Robinson catches that pass. And 99 times out of 100, I mean, how often do you see Allen Robinson drop passes? Not often at all. Right through his hands. So, And some others that were incomplete, they were good throws. Tough attempts. I can't really blame the receivers. Good plays by the cornerback, but he put it right exactly where it should be. So... There's no reason not to be optimistic about Justin Fields, but also rookie quarterback going to take some time. He's not quite there yet. I think he looked. Ex- I think a lot of people would expect, expect even more from Justin Fields just because of what the anticipation has grown around him. Um, I think he looked exactly what you'd expect out of a rookie quarterback, but he also showed off his skill set. Right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of exactly what we saw? Like rookie mistakes, but he also basically put the game away, picking up a big third down with his legs at the end of the game. So it was like rookie, but still the skill set is clearly there. Broke a tackle, third and nine, plays breaking down, do something, somehow, some way, pick up a first down. If he doesn't pick up that first down, does anybody not think the Bengals are getting at least a field goal? And then you're in overtime, now you're in a coin flip, all of a sudden you're sitting there with a horrid loss and you're 0 2. But it didn't go that way. He was 
crafty enough, strong enough, fast enough, all the skills enough to pick himself up a first down when they absolutely had to have it. So that was a huge positive. And flip side of everything, too, not flip side, but on the other side of the ball, wow, the defense was so incredibly terrible last week, and this week, okay, they're not completely dead yet. I don't think the Bengals are very good right now. because Burrow is definitely compromised coming off the ACL and his knee injury last year, uh, and he got... I think he got dinged up late in the Minnesota game. Watching that last week, he didn't look like himself late, and the the Bears took advantage of it. And, I mean, Cincinnati was you know they were basically gift wrapped uh, the points late in the game. So, but it was good to see the Bears defense play well for sure. And look, we always hear this in football and sports, right? If you have a bad game all week, the talk is we need to bounce back this week. Bad taste in our mouth, all of that. Akeem Hicks kind of talked about that after the game as well, saying it really left a bitter taste in their mouth. It was the late flight from L.A. They didn't get in town until 5 a.m. after that Rams loss. Things just were ugly. I was very impressed with the defense. I thought I had some serious concerns after week one. They did allow a big play late in that game to allow the Bengals back in it, but the way they got to Burrow, four sacks on him, they were in his face for much of the game, especially in the second half. Yeah. Look, Khalil Mack, not dead yet. Eddie Jackson, not perfect, but like, oh my God, Eddie Jackson making a play in the backfield. Oh my God, Eddie Jackson with a huge trip. Jalen Johnson, you look like a legit player. Like he, he might be all pro, whether it's this year or not. But at some point, I think he can be an all pro cornerback. Hey, we had a Robert Quinn sighting. Robert Quinn. Wow. We had, we had a few Robert Quinn sightings. Two of the two or three of them are really good. One was incredibly dumb by bumping into Joe Burrow out, out of bounds. But it was good to see production from Robert Quinn. I mean, we're, I think most Bears fans are still watching the screen trying to figure out who number ninety four is. <laughs> oh, that's Robert Quinn. Wow. Good to see you, buddy. And yes, the the uh, knocking Joe Burrow out of bounds was incredibly stupid. But I was actually I went positive. KP, at least he is able to run. Like last year, had some weird foot injury that like he couldn't even feel his foot. Okay, fine, he can actually run over to the sidelines that he's engaged in the game and he's annoyed with Joe Burrow enough to hit him out of bounds. <laughs> wasn't great, but I was going to take that as some level of Robert Quinn progress. Good for you, buddy. So, like, how do you think Bears fans should feel after this game? How do you feel? Because after it, I'm like, all right. There's a lot to take away from this game. Andy Dalton looked pretty good. Justin Fields came in, which generated a lot of buzz. I was at Soldier Field. The fans were pumped. They were back inside the stadium. Um, they only threw for 83 yards total. They all, the running game didn't exactly dominate. But it's like after this game, there was some really good and exciting stuff, but still like some major question marks. I think you can at least feel like the season's not over. If you had yeah. lost to the Bengals and you're 0-2 and with a very tough schedule, it's like, okay, they're, they're, they're done. But even, the, even saying that feels like we all know they're not. If they somehow, someway eke into the playoffs, that feels like a miracle. They're not a Super Bowl team. Your whole season is based on Justin Fields. And the bottom line is we're not waiting. He got on the field last week. He was on the field a ton today. So his ramp-up curve is is coming very rapidly. Dalton getting injured long-term, that's a good thing for the Bears. Get Fields on the field. Did you say it's a good thing for Dalton injured? It's a good thing for the Bears, not a good thing for Dalton. Don't you think? Well, that was my next question. Like Right now, week three, going to Cleveland – who would give you a better opportunity to win the game? Andy Dalton, Dalton, 
Uh, I think so. I, I really do. Uh, I don't think Fields is there yet. And Cleveland's got an excellent defense. Miles Garrett's going to be in his face along with the rest of the the Browns' uh, defensive line. Cleveland's a Super Bowl contender. We saw what the Bears looked like against a Super Bowl contender last week against the Rams. Right now, today, if you really wanted to, if we're just talking about beating the Browns, I do think that Dalton gives you a better chance. But we're not worried about that. We're worried about the future. So, hey, Justin, go out there and compete against the Browns and say how you do and take the learns. Play against a team in the same state that you went to college. Sweet. Let's 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 try to have a level-headed perspective here, KP. Well, it's, yeah, all, it's uh, all for the learn. See, but like, is it right? That's the question we keep asking. Like, what is it? The objective here from the Chicago Bears this season? Like, develop if, Justin Fields. De- is it develop Justin Fields? Hundred percent. I think that's what it Somehow is. Somehow sneak into the playoffs, maybe with Dalton. I mean, that's not the goal for Matt Nagy and. But Ryan and Pace. Ryan Pace. I don't even think it's for Pace. I think I think they want to win some football games, but. I do think if they if they win five, six, seven, let's say even eight games, and Fields has a lot of flash moments, you know, whatever. Let's say let's say he throws for four hundred yards in one game and has a couple three hundred yards. I think everybody's going to be walking around with a huge smile on their face. Did you see Matt Nagy in his press conferences this week? Yeah, I was like giddy. Like, what are you smiling about, dude? Like, what are you so happy about? And that's this. That's where he's at, and we got to know where I'm at and you're at. I, I I I can't. It's just it's a hard listen for me at this point. Like I'm sitting there, like Carm, be empathetic to Nagy. He's doing his best. He's trying as hard as he can. There's no reason to be angry at a guy smiling during a press conference in the middle of, the, of you know a week two. But yet I I'm having a hard time listening to the dude. And I will say this too: if Justin Fields is a starter week three, which I anticipate, see like. Does Matt Nagy have a whole other playbook for Justin Fields? Because he he was basically calling three-step, five-step um, right. drops in the pocket. It wasn't like, let's get him out of the pocket. I don't know if that's part of the development where they don't want him just to simply rely on the legs. It's like, hey, let's make him – let's see how he does throwing out of the pocket, which I think he can handle that. But at some point, you got to utilize the fact that he's a four four forty quarterback. Right. And the entire Mitchell Trubisky era – his ability to scheme for that guy is was, was awful. Was awful. He, he could never would find a way to put Mitch Trubisky in a good position to succeed. But. Right, which is why, like I think, ultimately the big question right now is: Is this the guy that you want coaching up your hopeful star quarterback and finally having a quarterback that's you know in the top half of the NFL? That's how I, if I was Ryan Pace, if, assuming he has any job security or above him, that's how I would be evaluating the season. How are we going to develop this guy? Because clearly he has the he has the talent to do it. He's got the arm strength. He's scored incredibly high on all the intelligence tests that they make you put, go through. He's certainly not uh, lacking any desire. The, the, if you coach him up correctly, you should have, you have yourself a pretty good quarterback. Period. End of, end of story. But books out on whether Nagy can do it. Uh, I heard you and Hamp and OB in the postgame talking about Akeem Hicks and how important he is to that defense and how when he's playing well, he can be a real wrecker. I thought he was today. He got in there. I, I do think we're squeezing the last drops of the Akeem yeah. Hicks lemon. Well, and it's like that position. He's a mole or he's getting beat up every right. Is he a future anchor there? I think Bilal Nichols, who's due for a contract, could come at a much less expensive price. You know, he made some plays today as well. Uh, last thing I want to ask you before you go, this taunting rule in the NFL. I hate it. I hate because it. it's, it's the, the one thing I kept thinking about was like I'm watching some college football over the weekend and the whole targeting rule, which in theory, it makes sense. The targeting is more to player safety, things like that, but it also comes down to like common sense, which sometimes isn't used. The taunting thing, one, I'm like, one, 
I didn't realize this was a major issue in the National Football League taunting. Two, like 15 yards automatic first down type stuff for a taunting call? I mean, it's insane. I love where you're going on this. Common sense. Spirit of the law, letter of the law. I get it. You don't want guys out there inflaming each other so then all of a sudden you have a brawl on the football field. Bad look for the NFL. However, if you see a guy and he claps after a play and he and he, and he looks over you a little bit and they just move on, you don't need to throw the flag. And, and it's a huge flag. I yeah, mean, like 15 right. yards automatic. That's insane. Right, right, right. Third, third and six. We stopped him. We stood over the receiver for, for, for a second. He clapped. And, and now all of a sudden it's a first down and the drive continues. People enjoy a little flair on the field. It, 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 you're, of, of all the pressing issues in football in the right. NFL, I didn't realize taunting was one of them. And I'm not, like, to your point, entirely against him. But like, let's just use common sense here, folks. Right, right. Um, right. All right. Before I let you go, uh, just any last calm thoughts on the Bears? What did I miss here with you? You, you, you missed nothing. I, I have one college football talk because this is a football show. Okay. My, uh, uh, as I was on the sideline for the Wildcats and Duke, and Andrew Marty is a senior for the Cats. He gets his opportunity after. Hunter Johnson had a very rough day. This kid played so incredible with so much flair and confidence, and he's yelling on the sidelines to his teammates, it's too easy, it's too easy. <laughs> I saw him on Twitter. He was still, you know, staying positive, staying hyped. Yeah, and and then he ends up, I I don't know what it looked like to me, he separated his shoulder, he was he, had to, he left the game, was in a sling. And, like, you're a senior, and then it's over, and, and it's just done. You finally, you know, you waited all this time to get your chance, and I just felt bad for the dude. I'm telling you, he looked like... At least, like to, in my mind, like a third string NFL quarterback to me. Like the dude came in there and he was just, he was so good, KP. I was so excited. And somehow, sort of a backhanded compliment. Like, dude, you look like a third string well, NFL quarterback. Well, right like now. somebody, yeah, like somebody who could be on the back end of a roster, like could be a practice squad Andrew Marty, which is a hell of a compliment. Uh, hey, now, uh, this yeah. is a random thought, but Damian Williams is a guy I'd like to see Matt Nagy get more involved okay. with the offense. He's just a guy I yeah. think can make plays, whether it's in the pass game or the run game. He's just. The offense is just a weird feeling after this game. Like there were so many encouraging things, but still, like as always with the Bears, a lot of question marks. It, well, okay. Since you brought him up, the, you had, they had a very positive offensive play, and then the next play they put Williams in motion, the, snapped it to I think it was Fields at the time, maybe it was Dalton, and he and he hits him on this little little shovel pass, and and it went for negative five. It's, it's like, classic <laughs> Matt Nagy. You and I talked about this after the last game. It's it's the end around the sweep, the jet, the shuffle pass, shovel pass, whatever you want to call from Nagy. It hasn't worked in three or four years. Right. However long that Nagy's been here, put it away, get it out of the playbook. Right, right. Stop trying to be the smartest guy in the room. It's it's embarrassing, it's exhausting, and it doesn't work. And he but he's that's him man that is that's him why are you dressed so fancy by the way for the podcast you got a little tv hit well i came from soldier field so i like to get dressed up on uh, bears game day although okay. i felt a little overdressed today i don't know no, typically, no, 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 people no, no, are no. typically dressed up for bears game day and well maybe it's because it's hot they it was, it, was, it was brutally hot today but you you look good brother i like the thanks coat. man yeah yeah, yeah. Have i br- should have lied and just told you i dressed up for you but thank you for jumping on mark carmen wgn tv fan sided at the carm on twitter appreciate it see you kp all right, and the last segment is the Hamp and OB highlight package. Dan Hampton, Ed Obradovich, Mark Carmen do the pre- and post-game Bears coverage on WGN Radio. And Hamp and OB are fired up all the time after a Bears game, whether it's a win or a loss. So I figured we'd uh, produce some highlights, some of the best from the post-game show of Hamp and OB. And here's what we got this week. It wasn't pretty. Andy Dalton got injured. Justin Fields came on. He didn't play particularly well. Well, hey, it feels good. Uh, nothing better than uh, a big W on a beautiful Sunday 
afternoon here in Chicago. You know, hey, hey this is by the skin of uh, Matt Nagy's teeth. And, you know, we're very lucky we got out of there with a W. Yeah. Folks, do you realize that in four quarters between Justin Fields and Andy Dalton, we completed 15 of 24 attempts. 15 of 24 net yards. 83 net yards. How we won this game is the way it's been happening the last four years. The bounce of the ball, the calls of the refs, and the defensive play. Folks, there are people that have one play that averages, that goes 83 yards for a touchdown. That's in college and in the pros. These guys are out there playing their hearts out. Playing their hearts out. And we've got people leading them, leading them right into the tubes. My God! This is this is a disgrace in this game today. Again, a passing league, and you throw for a total, net total of 83 yards? I think we should set a goal that OB will say 83 yards 83 times. <laughs> it, it, well, the t- I'll tell you what, how'd you like to be the owner of the Bears? And you know that what, be what goes on in this league, while it happens, and in four quarters you throw for 83 yards and you lose? And it's okay. And we could have lost. I'm we could have lost. Say anything about it? No, I didn't say that. I think you should say it 83 times. I think it's absolutely worth saying. Offensively, you guys stink. All right, that's going to do it. Episode number four of the WGN Radio Football Podcast. Thank you to Mark Carmen for joining me. Thank you to Ernie Scatton and Brian Alzheimer who helped produce the podcast as well. Hope you enjoyed listening. It was fun to talk about a Bears victory. Plenty to talk about this week as the Bears get set for Cleveland. We'll have more on the podcast later on this week. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kevin Powell. This is the WGN Radio Football Podcast.